Hey, this is Dan, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast where I talk legal stuff with lawyers that I know, like, and trust. I hope you find the information really useful, and if you need legal help, that you reach out to one of these lawyers directly or drop by lawbydan.com, and I can steer you in the right direction. Here is your podcast. When most people think of a family law dispute, be it a property settlement or parenting issue, they think of lengthy delays in court, not to mention all the legal costs. But in fact, most family law matters are resolved well and truly before ever getting near a court. Now to learn more, today I'm with Tian Tzeski, a lawyer at Coots, and we're discussing everything you need to know about family dispute resolution in parenting matters. Tian, at the outset, what is family dispute resolution? Yeah, thanks, Dan. So basically, family dispute resolution is a form of mediation. It's an alternative dispute resolution process that is used to settle matters outside of court for parenting matters. And it's to assist families experiencing separation to resolve those parenting issues and to create their own parenting agreement with the assistance of an independent third party known as a family dispute resolution practitioner. Right, so what is the role of a mediator in these um, particular sort of family dispute resolution matters? Sure, so a family dispute resolution practitioner is an independent, impartial third party that assists and facilitates the mediation. So the role of the FCRP is to help the parties discuss the issues in dispute and explore different options or resolutions to finalise a parenting agreement that is in the best interest of the children. Um, They don't provide legal advice during the mediation and they are unable to advocate or impose a decision on the parties. However, the parties are welcome to bring their own legal representatives with them for support and to provide advice throughout the process. So that is something a service like a family lawyer like myself can offer to clients if they feel uncomfortable about attending the mediation alone. So what services are actually out there in the community that offer family dispute resolution specifically? Yeah, sure. So family relationship centres offer family dispute resolution um, conferences free of charge for one hour per couple. Legal aid and other community-based family law services also provide those services. Private lawyers, barristers, former registrars and judges who are an accredited family dispute resolution practitioner also offer uh, private mediation for a fee that varies across the board, I guess, depending on the expertise of the mediator. Now, obviously, there's probably a lot of angst uh, from people who are considering uh, mediation. What should you you expect to happen at one of these mediations? Yes, that's a fair question. So prior to the mediation, the case conference organiser or the mediator would generally ask the parties or their lawyers to complete an intake assessment checklist to determine whether the matter is appropriate for mediation. Um, During the mediation, the mediator will assist the parties with identifying the legal issues, negotiating and exploring different proposals for resolution. Each party will be provided the opportunity to talk about their feelings and listen to each other's point of view. Anything that is discussed during the mediation is completely private and confidential. If an agreement is reached, the um, mediator or the lawyers can uh, draw up a parenting plan or consent orders to formalise that agreement. 
If an agreement can't be reached, the mediator will issue what is called a Section 60I certificate, which is basically the golden ticket required to commence court proceedings. However, I'll discuss that a bit later on. Is it a compulsory? Uh, Yes, that's the short answer. (laughs) It is a requirement under the Family Law Act uh, that separating couples wanting to apply to the Federal Circuit and Family Court of Australia for a parenting order need to firstly show that they have generally attempted to resolve the parenting dispute by attending uh, a family dispute resolution conference. Um, So I guess that Section 60I certificate that I mentioned earlier is evidence of that. Only a family dispute resolution practitioner can issue a Section 60I certificate. Um, On that Section 60I certificate, uh, they, they can make comments on whether the parties attended uh, the conference or whether a party refused or failed to attend, whether the both parties attended, however they couldn't resolve the issues, or whether the mediator assessed that the mediation was inappropriate and the mediation shouldn't proceed um, based on the circumstances and nature of the parties. Um, the court requires a copy of that Section 60I certificate to be filed with the court in initiating proceedings. So what are the actual benefits of mediation? Sure. So mediation is a more affordable, timely and less stressful options option to resolve the dispute rather than going to court. Court can, can be a very long, expensive and traumatic experience for all parties, including the children. And I guess the mediation maintains the individual's control in the decision-making process as um, there are no uh, decisions imposed by a registrar or judge that may have a limited understanding or nature of the party's relationship at the time of making those orders or the dispute resolution can provide the parties with an opportunity to improve their relationship with the other party and reach an agreement about legal and co-parenting issues that are the most important to them. And I guess it provides an opportunity for parties to learn and pick up on more effective ways to communicate with the other party, which may assist them to resolve future disputes. Are there any exceptions to mediation? Yes. So you can seek an exemption from providing a certificate in circumstances where the matter is urgent or if the court that if the court is satisfied that there are reasonable grounds to believe that there has been a there has been circumstances of child abuse or family violence. Um, there is a risk of family violence or there is a risk of child abuse. Um, as well. So where a party is unable to participate effectively in the F- the FDR process, for example, due um, to the impracticality impractic- or physical remote- remoteness of the FDR provider, um, if, your applica- if your application relates to an alleged contravention of an existing order that was made within the last 12 months and there are reasonable grounds to believe that the person who had allegedly contravened the order had behaved in a way that shows a serious disregard for his or obligations under that order is also um, exempt. Right, Tiana, I'm, I'm just thinking that in some circumstances, you know, um, there might be a lot of volatility in the relationship. Uh, can mediation be conducted in any other way other than that face-to-face type of uh, style? Yeah, of course. So the mediation can be conducted 
um, online via video conference, Microsoft Teams, by the telephone or shuttle mediation. So shuttle mediation is a form of mediation where the parties are actually in separate breakout rooms and the mediator acts as the middleman to negotiate the dispute between the parties um, without the parties actually directly coming into contact with each other. So this style of mediation may be appropriate in circumstances where there is a history of high conflict and family violence. I guess the benefits of shuttle mediation is that it reduces the risk of intimidation or aggression during the mediation process, particularly when there is a power imbalance um, present in the relationship. Now, what happens when the parties actually reach an agreement at the mediation? So the parenting agreement can be formalised in either a parenting plan or by consent orders. Now, are the consent orders legally binding? The consent orders are legally binding and legally enforceable, whereas a parenting plan is more of an informal guide that the parties can refer to. Now, what happens in the event that the mediation just doesn't work or is unsuccessful? Yeah, sure. So the Section 60I certificate will be issued, each issued, and the parties have 12 months from the date of that Section 60I certificate being issued to commence court proceedings. If the 12 months has lapsed, the parties will need to recommence the FDR process. So, Tiana, if anyone's got any questions uh, after listening to this podcast, they can reach out to you at Coots. Yeah, of course they can. If anyone has any questions about their family law matter, particularly in relation to uh, a parenting matter where they are required to attend mediation and go through the family dispute resolution process, you can contact me on 1300 268 887. Tian, thanks for joining me. No worries at all. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me on all social channels, including Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube with the handle Law by Dan, or simply drop by lawbydan.com. Thanks.